the whites of his eyes were spattered with lines that reminded Maccabee of a complex city map, with each street and alley articulated in red. Alexei's eyebrows rose in recognition as he watched Maccabee come close and lay a light hand on his shoulder. Maccabee sat and said, My friend Alexei, I am so sorry. Tending to the sick was not one of Maccabee's strong points. He felt himself to be incompetent to the task and worried that his lack would be transmitted, an advantage to neither of them. He noticed the morphine pump that Alexei kept within an inch of his right hand. Alexei said, Thank you for coming so soon. He stopped and took in some deep breaths, his eyes darting to places on the ceiling. He refocused. I never suspected my end to come so suddenly. Arrogance. He gave a slight twist of his mouth. Bertrand said nothing. There was nothing to be said. Alexei went ahead. You probably don't know that I had a history long before I took those classes from you. It's detailed in my lawyer's office. Call Epimonides. Epimonides and Hannon, Rock Island. Epimonides is honest. Many materials. Please read them. You will find them fascinating. A spasm of pain ripped through his body at this point as his right hand found the pump end and squeezed it sharply. He took many deep breaths through an unending grimace. Bertrand watched in great sadness. Alexei said, Don't let this happen to you, my friend. He paused a few seconds. A week ago, after these doctor bastards got their hands on me, I spoke with a former colleague of mine. He is a priest in one of the monasteries on Mount Athos. Are you familiar with Athos? Never been there, but yes, Stagira is close by. Ah, yes, Aristotle's birthplace. Of course you would know. He paused and breathed deeply, perhaps trying to head off another attack. It worked. He continued, He is sick, too. He was worried. Only the two of us know about it. Both in our eighties, geezers, and both about to die. I need your help, Bertrand. For many reasons that I can't even articulate, I trust you. I trust your instincts, your knowledge, the way you operate. I... Another explosion took place in Alexei's body. The silence, the staring, the pump, and this time some groans that rumbled out of Alexei and crossed over to Maccabee, reminding him, more tellingly than any poet or philosopher, that life was a low-hanging fruit, easily stolen by bad fortune. A nurse came into the room. She was in her mid-twenties, striking in appearance. She had great presence and command. Mr. Costadelos, you're doing a lot of morphine today. The pain? Pretty bad, huh? His black eyes searched her. There was something unspoken between the pair. Maccabee couldn't decipher it. She gazed quickly at Maccabee, but showed nothing in her expression. 
She half turned and looked back at Alexei. Hit that buzzer, Mr. Costadelos, if you need me. Her profile showed a shapely figure. Maccabee wondered idly how long she would stay in nursing. She left. Alexei whispered, Now there's a lost paradise. Maccabee smiled, amazed at Alexei's still operating sense of humor. Alexei refocused and said gravely, Bertrand, I want you to go to Mount Athos. In the envelope, you will find a letter that you should hand to Father Nicholas over there. If he is still the man that I knew during the war, he will tell you things that will have the few hairs remaining on your head stand straight up. Please, my dear friend, undertake this mission for me, but more importantly, for history.